0: Conspiracy players. Long time no chat. A little catch up here before we get into the episode. Jeremiah is now officially a father and kicking ass at everything as usual. I'll be joining him in the Father Club here in the next two and a half months. Super excited about that. There will be a break in recording, but I'm doing my best to build up some content for the can. And also have a plethora of guest appearances that will be slow-dripped as bonus episodes. So stay tuned for all that. Also, Jeremiah has made some stickers. And for those of you who are only listening, uh, you can find these. We're going to put the the link to order these sweet-ass motherfuckers in the show notes. I think they turned out really nice. They're made out of vinyl, really fancy shit. It's not gonna peel away with the wear and tear like the little thin paper stickers that you often see. We're selling 33 of them to start, so get them while supplies last. It's a good way to help spread the word around your local area. You know, find a place that might get a lot of traffic from potential players, plazas, shopping centers, recreation parks or centers, traffic signs wherever you think they might shine. Or you can slap one on the back of your car or on your phone or water bottle. The possibilities are endless. Get creative with it. This is a bit of a test run to see how we might do in the merch world. Jeremiah, as always, is thinking big. T-shirts, beer coasters, bumper stickers, uh, whatever. We're, We're trying to think of ideas. So if you want to help support the show and spread the word, this is a great way to do just that. And now that the business shit is taken care of, I'm super stoked to have finally embraced the opportunity to talk one-on-one with Andy Rouse. For those of you who haven't heard his podcast, I highly recommend you check out the Deep Share podcast. He also has a few other projects he has or is working on. This conversation isn't exactly topic-oriented, While we love our deep dives or interviews where we unpack certain topics with a knowledgeable guest, sometimes you just got to do the free flow thing, especially when you get someone like Andy on. This guy and I immediately hit it off when we first started corresponding. And while we are very alike in many ways, we also have our own unique perspectives, and it was a lot of fun just bouncing shit off one another. I hope you enjoy it as much as we did, and until next time... We love you and have as much fun as you can laughing in the face of the absurd. Same as it ever was. 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 Same as
1: it ever was. Same We've been saying as conspiracy theorists, like, look how obvious it is. Look how obvious it is. And it's like, maybe look at it from the other angle, like it's supposed to be obvious because we're all supposed to wake up from it and tear it apart. But what will that do? It'll destroy the West. If we go up against the only thing that's being put in place, and all these duped morons, all these CEOs and business owners, everybody just giving up everything to this new regime, this quote-unquote new regime that's coming in, it's going to save humanity, I think a big portion of it's meant to fall apart on purpose. I think AI... Uh, with where they're allowing it to go and where they're taking it is fucking destructive and terrifying and exactly what the bad guys want to happen. But uh, I think there's applications for technology that we have that are amazing. And I think that we, again, throw the baby out with the bathwater. A lot of times we all want to go back to being Amish or something, you know, and there's a good appeal to that. But I think again, we got to find a little mixture of both in some way. I don't know. I'm proud to say I don't have any sacred cows and, uh, yeah, I'm willing to kill my darlings. You know, I I don't care if box saga turns out to be full of shit by all means, let's suss it out. But thus far it's, uh, it's connecting to too many other things.
0: Dude, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make fun of you. <laughs> what, by, oh, not at all. Not at all, man. I, okay, I said you came in your pants. I, I just assumed. Oh, I did. absolutely did. Okay.
1: cool cool cool. well it's good to finally sit down and chat with you my friend
0: likewise i mean we did for the listeners who may have not seen or or actually just listened to the ufo round table that is the one time Mm. i mean we have
1: shot messages
0: back and forth on twitter and we certainly have a lot of uh mutual acquaintances and mutual interests i'd say oh for sure i mean if I'm kind of hesitant to talk about psychedelics until the end because I know once we breach that fucking topic, there's no going back. It's just going to. Usually, into how that. it goes. Yeah, yeah, and I like that. We even <laughs> made that UFO roundtable more of a psychedelic roundtable. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> it is as we see those two, uh,
1: the two subcultures, kind of uh, being herded together by all the sheepdogs. You know.
0: Yeah. Did you ever talk to that Nathan dude again after that? Nathan. Nathan. He was Who's- the move he was the mufon guy from canada that was in that round table oh fuck no i didn't yeah Yeah. i was i was i wanted to ask nick for his oh he was cool though yeah Yeah. i remember now yeah he was a sweetheart too yeah he was was a really nice
1: guy he was very open-minded because like we were harsh as fuck about (laughs) the ufo community Uh, you know i think it was I feel like it's appropriate when you feel like you're a part of it or were a part of it. Cause I felt very close to that community for a long time. Not the Twitter aspect or the, you know, just like me personally, I was obsessed with aliens and everything, you know? So it's like, I can shit on it now. I'm, I'm one of you <laughs> or something.
0: I you know? feel the same way about a lot of topics. Like, uh, I can admit that I was fucking balls deep into the Laurel Canyon fucking bullshit, not knowing what it was. I mean, I that, that was my favorite music growing up and now I'm just like, mm. holy fuck. But, th- yeah.
1: yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting one, man. That's really, really deep shit too. And the thing is, is like, I think there's more to it there than even just McGowan's perspective. You know, I think it's like, there's, you know, two sides to every, every coin. And I, I think there's value there regardless. It's we always throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know what I mean? Like, I was a big tool fan as a younger person, still am. I, I believe you were too. That was something <laughs> that we did, and it's still not that am. I don't I'm... listen to him anymore, but it's, it's just, hard. I just listen to more metal anyway. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I see all the connections that people point out, and I see Danny Carey and what they're doing, but like, I do think there's got to be some sort of value that we took from it at some point. But
0: oh, it <laughs> shaped my life, like, <laughs> yeah. Right. like, yeah, mushrooms and tool, and like, fucking some certain books, all in the same year. It was my formation year, and it was just like, right tool I bet is our the
1: very similar
0: <laughs> i'm not doubting that one bit hey,
1: i do got a, be a lot of mckenna
0: <laughs> for sure mckenna used to be my probably most read author but yeah. what do you think about alex gray because i was just wondering about him the other day and i haven't really thought about him since i've gone into like the psyop stuff and seeing that he's got a daughter that he was putting in disney movies and she was like fucking five or six years old that was i did now i'm just like holy shit I did not know about that yeah uh, so that's the unfortunate
1: part where like like everything <laughs> start looking around it's like biblical right it's like uh, everything everything's a part of it it's all like this is satan's world then this is the evil world that we're all like just slaves to that whole mentality because it's all bad i don't know it's i see that i see a lot of that but then yeah again there's like a lot of value on the other side but like the idea that the idea of magic is all bad, 100%, is silly to me because I feel like we've just taken for granted here in this watered down version of reality that we call our perception as humans. Uh, we, we've missed the point for a long time that every moment is magic, you know? Uh, every action, every thought, every word. And, and that, that would lead us into the psychedelics. We won't do it yet. <laughs> but I mean, that's for sure the inspiration behind that kind of thinking, right? It's like that perspective is uh, more expanded and you can kind of see that like everything is magic, everything, every step of the way. And it's so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a conundrum here and we have evil twisted up with good and yeah, man, duality. <laughs>
0: Well, wasn't it McKenna who said that culture is not your friend, or culture is your enemy, or one of those things? He sure did. I mean, but, <laughs> <was> he, <laughs> what, what's he calling out there? <laughs> like, yeah, and how wide of a scope is
1: the listener going to uh, perceive that statement with? You know,
0: uh, yeah. is he going to include the speaker? I don't. I think that a lot of these guys. Just know that a few really good listeners are actually going to hear everything, and most people are just going to be in awe of most of the shit you say, especially when you can talk like him. Like, I used to fall asleep to Alan Watts. I mean, yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't know. Like, I have never really looked into him at, since, you know, getting it's into all, this to all the same that, kind of people, is, man. He like, is. I mean, yeah, just on the surface, the group, I've looked at him, and it's <laughs> like fucking we did uh
1: i I can't name you names off the top of my head but i'll tell you like if you name five suspicious names from that time period i guarantee you that that's probably one of them you know Mm -hmm. it's you know you look at gordon wasson which i mean dumb us right we're we're young we're into that kind of stuff and thinking about it already and then he's not necessarily like a hero but maybe the guy that brought mushrooms to the west right We should have already been (laughs) suspicious that he was a fucking higher up at a bank, like a massive bank. And so we missed that because we were too focused on being excited that more exposure to this weird experience we personally had, more people are going to talk about it. Thank God. That's what we were focused on. You know, it's just weird. It's so weird because I still can't figure that out. Like why this waking up process. Is controlled by a lot of the same people that we're against, and waking up to realize about you know, it's a it's a weird world. I don't understand it completely.
0: Well, I gotta tell you, man. When I was in my early twenties, I went to film school in Arizona, and then I had my psychedelic revolution, and I decided to load up my fucking jeep, get two guys to help me. I lined up all these interviews. I went across the country talking to college professors, authors, journalists doctors and at the end of the first little fucking gathering of info i ditched it i just fucking threw it all out and i haven't looked back because the shit those guys would say when they knew the camera wasn't rolling i knew what i was doing i was like okay i'm putting out this prepackaged thing that all these guys are a part of but I just wanted people to know about psychedelics and Western medicine and old shamanistic ways of doing psychedelics. I only did about a third of the interviews that I wanted to. And Mm. I knew this movie needed to be made. And then like 10 years later, there was like fucking 100 different versions of it. And it was all propaganda. And I almost did that movie. And... So you're talking about like a psychedelic driven movie? Psychedelic like a, documentary, yeah, and it was... Dude, just, yeah. I was writing
1: books, like I was, you know, but I wasn't, but I was trying to, you know? Yeah. And now, my God, if if I had published one of, one of my thoughts, you know, it would have been, now it would be popular, because it's just everywhere now. And it's, it's weird seeing the same... Seeing it from our perspective now, right? Uh, seeing other people come to those like first positive exciting revelations and stuff and go ah oh, fuck I couldn't talk to him right now and talk him off this topic if like if his life depended on it he's so invested like they're all so just like we were and yeah that's a hard one cuz it's kind of like everybody complains about trying to talk to their family or their friends and they're all normies and they won't listen to me they think I'm crazy it's the same thing here, but we're already in the quote unquote awake group. So that's the really tricky one. Cause no one wants to admit if they're
0: getting something wrong.
1: Uh, so where are we going to be
0: in 20 years from now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're going to be talking to dudes that are just like us now gone. You guys are fucking retarded. Pull your head out oh, of your ass. Dude. I hope, I mean, because man, I come to things
1: now as a podcaster, as a researcher that like, fucking dudes have been talking about for 5-10 years on their shows and a lot of us just it's not the bells and whistles and so we're not directed there yet like it's way deeper in it seems it really does seem like a depth thing not a spectrum of like what are you interested in it's like no it feels more like when you're coming to terms with the uh that we don't know anything and we can't trust anybody that whole feeling it does feel like a depth thing, like a, a step one, step two, like like almost like a like a subconscious initiation. Like, what do you think of that?
0: For sure, I definitely agree with that, and I want to know how many layers there are to it because it's an onion. <laughs> I see what's really big right now, and I just started noticing within the last month or two is that most people, with conspiracy podcasts, are burning out right now it's like they had this fucking overload in 2020 and most people probably started their podcast most of the people i'm talking about somewhere in 2020 2021 maybe 2022 yeah, yeah. and they feel like everybody's covering the shit that they're covering and so it's no longer cool and it's like you can't bring anything fresh to it but i was mm-hmm. listening to uh chud and lanny talk about it the other day on one of their most recent episodes and it was just like i feel the same way but i also like you're talking about this subconscious initiation like i feel like right now because everybody's laying down you can fucking do something that will get people to like think differently because sure and when i first started this i had no fucking idea how many podcasts there were that were like just like what i was trying to do
1: Man. Oh, yeah. It's like there's so many, even like years in, that I'm. I'm I just discovered a guy the other day who's had a, like a YouTube channel and a podcast for like five, six, seven years. And I didn't, had never heard his name before, but he's into all the stuff that I'm coming to now. After, I mean, I've been looking into alternative shit for like 20 years. So to find like, kin spirits you know that are like older than me or or been doing it longer looking into the details of different things gone past these like whoa moments and gone into it further it's inspiring you know i i think it's an onion man it's as long it's as far as you want to go there you know i don't know because that's the thing it depends on the topic i guess but I don't know. You know my buddy Shane, Shane Newsom from I Newsom, but I didn't know it all. He's awesome. He's also on my Patreon show with me. We do a fun clip show, but um, he and I talk about this often, and we come inevitably to what we call the red button, and we like press it, and it's like we both had the experience on psychedelics. Inevitably, we're talking about this, um, where. It was like basically coming to that universal one, that yep. uh, Walter Russell shit, man, and where consciousness just is, and like I is I, and there are no individuals, and all that. And yeah, it's pretty wild. I don't even remember where I was going with that. Well, you're, you're that. So you were talking about sh-
0: Shane and you having this similar experience. I don't know. If right, heard about right
1: whatever I was doing before that, and that's what uh, I was trying to connect it to, but it's okay. We'll, we'll come back. You have a there. clip
0: show. There's a red button. Well, that's uh, no, that's,
1: I was trying to connect uh, the red button. to what uh, we we're talking
0: uh, Okay. About so even, right. right. well, well, you yeah. know, I, that was the thing. I, I remember my first DMT experience. I know I can't ever get back there because every time I sit down, if when I do these days, it's fucking like every, ah, fuck it's been years. And I, but that first one, I just went balls to the wall, and then I can't now. I sit down to do it, and <laughs> I'm not going to hesitate, and then I just inevitably... I know that I saw it, and I remember it, and I talk about it, and over 20 years later, and it almost seems cliche now. Of course. Because it kind of is. <laughs> and. <laughs> but it's not of course and it you and always I, was right but we, we didn't know that no no we saw it yeah. <laughs> and you know like I, I love talking to people because I, they used to annoy the fuck out of me but they're like yeah man you can get there without the drugs and it's yeah. just like now that's what i'm more interested in and i don't know if there's any kind of meditation that's going to give me the fucking dmt sh- through the rocket experience maybe mm-hmm. but uh, how many years does I- that take to get there
1: yeah i don't know man i don't know i've never come close to that i've never come close to a psychedelic experience i mean i've come like you know you get those like people would call them flashbacks maybe but it's like intentional almost like you kind of go into it a little bit but that doesn't happen anymore i don't know have you
0: <laughs> done isolation tank ever
1: no i've never done an isolation doesn't, i tank. wonder about that I've definitely taking mushrooms in a closet <laughs> that's <laughs> close the
0: enough tar. there you go <laughs> i mean i want to know like because I can almost imagine just the feeling of not being able to feel anything and then just pure quiet and letting your mind wander. I think I could probably get somewhere close to psychedelic. but
1: Yeah, I would say so. There's also yeah. that, um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's those, it looks like you're in a soundproof room, but it's like really intense. Like the floor, everything. It's like the most soundproof. They They build like speaker headphones like headphones and shit in these rooms um, but they're so quiet they're so dead that people will go in there and turn the lights off and just eventually go into this state where they can hear all kinds of crazy things and feel things that they're not used to it's the craziest thing when you completely are in this dead space and that no drugs this one guy comes out of it saying like, how high up, how how far below ground are we? I, I heard trains going by above me. Like what, like are there railroad systems or subway systems. And they explained to him that that was his blood moving through his body. And it's like, you, yeah, he was explaining all these crazy sounds that your body makes and you suddenly start to hear it all because you tune it all out with just, everyday sound even the voices in your head and the sounds and the constant gibber you know all of it just kind of blurs out the natural form so it's pretty crazy i've never heard of that i gotta find the name if you think of what
0: it's called let me know but that sounds crazy
1: yeah and i don't think they're easy to then it's not like the the tanks you know those are everywhere if you live in the
0: right place you know? yeah i got one right down the street it's just That's like cool. <laughs> it's i mean you know southern oregon there was a guy who was building these in the early 2000s before they really took off joe rogan of course like fucking yes now there's a goddamn isolation tank studio and fucking jiu-jitsu on every corner in most cities on west of the rockies anyway mm-hmm. but um i do want to talk about you know one of the reasons I did kind of stray from that documentary was once I started really looking into LSD and its history yeah. I was just like fuck then of course MK Ultra becomes the thing but I just you're the only person I saw pointing out Harley Pasternak when Jim Caviezel was making his round with the fucking pedophile movie
1: it's just a coincidence, man. I mean, Jim got out of Hollywood.
0: Jim got out of Hollywood, bro. He just went into Mormon Hollywood, but I don't really. Listen, Trump gave him a private screening. Everything's going to be fine. Oh, that makes me feel better. <laughs> Hold the line. <laughs> I don't. So I was just looking at Harley's list of clients. I mean, he's yeah. got them posted on his fucking website, like a badge of honor. Past and present, yeah. And. There's a lot of people that you would assume, you know, just the list of deplorables. You got Will Ferrell, Lady Gaga, fucking uh, Ariana Grande.
1: Yeah, some shady
0: characters. All the the ones that we think are fucking, you know, beta sex kittens or whatever the fuck. They're all on there. And then there's some, like, seemingly normal ones, if there is such a thing as a normal celebrity. But when I I heard his background about being in the Department of Defense in, in Canada... And have you seen that interview clip where he's talking about how he had free reign to experiment yeah. with drugs? And he yeah. brings up, mida- what's it called, modafinil? It's, I think a, so. it's a thing that's not a stimulant, but for some reason it'll keep you awake. And I remember back in the day, I used to dabble with Tim Ferriss. You ever listen to him? He's that's like, familiar. a he, oh, what the fuck is the name of his pad, podcast? He's in San Fran. I mean, he's one of the OGs of podcasting, but he was into brain hacking and so he was doing all these drugs and he raved about that one no shit. yeah you ever
1: hear i'll have to find this tim ferris guy because it's the name sounds really familiar from back in the day so maybe um have you ever heard of that shit from back in the day where i mean i see it it's all over youtube now i think it's all fraudulent now but back in the day it was like we were downloading it on torrents and everything that was like sound waves it wasn't binaural beats but I don't know, maybe it was. Maybe it was Binaural Beats. Now I sound stupid. <laughs> See, it wasn't everywhere back like it is now, you know, it was like this new thing. Yeah, that is what I'm talking about. I'm fucking silly.
0: Binaural but Beats. Yeah.
1: It was. It was like the Binaural Beats show that the uh the gateway experience was uh allegedly about. But that so that's the thing. That's interesting too, that like, you know, when we found out about gateway experience, that was we were not the first wave of people to freak out about those documents. You know, they'd been out for since i graduated high school and was just getting drunk all the time and didn't think about it you know like th- those were released publicly back in 2003 and no one no, none of us were talking about it back then you know what i mean what is it exactly the gateway experience yeah it's a series of binaural beats and patterns that were put together by robert monroe who was a guy, I think he was a psychiatrist or a psychologist of some kind, who, he was having these, like, episodes most of his life of, like, slipping out of reality or into his subconscious. He was basically, like, naturally tripping in a way. And um, him and a psychology friend of his were just studying these things, supposedly, and came up with the idea of binaural beats with the two hemispheres working so together they the thought of that supposedly but so, I, I mean i think thought about, it was th- older th- than that but i never it's really way older that. That. Okay. i absolutely would say it's well i think it has a lot to do with like cymatics and ancient stuff so yeah it's all there probably but this is the story we're handed from these pioneers of the mind that also were you know the layman story is oh, well, the CIA was just checking him out and checking out the Monroe Institute just to see if there was anything to it. After 32 pages of total psychotic new age, everything perfect aligned with Gnostic everything, suddenly they basically report like, oh, there was no findings. You know, 32 pages of like full text report of this experience. So they had their CIA members doing this process at the Monroe Institute and going through the whole thing and yeah it's that's the thing they're not lying about the results clearly we know that these things happen to the brain but how they're using it against us is like i think it's just like it's a lotus flower it's just ever unfolding it seems because mind control seems to be the tip of the iceberg in some way
0: well i mean just i think it was the guy we were talking about before nathan the Mm -hmm. mufon the canadian mufon guy he was talking about this these patents for t the shit they were doing with tv in the 50s and yeah i recall a friend of mine he's from way back his uncle was nfl he played like three professional sports and he was also in the cia and the nsa (laughs) and this guy was like fucking highly operational in the fucking late 60s and early 70s. So like the heyday of all this shit. Yeah. And whenever he asked him anything, he would just tell him, "Yeah, just stay away from the TV. You have no idea what they're doing with that and you don't. You don't want any part of it." He didn't have a TV in his house. He didn't let his kids watch TV. <laughs> and like now, this is like back in the 90s that he was telling them this.
1: Yeah, man. So that's, that's yeah, man, the <laughs> cycles of conspiracy theorists. I mean, we've it's just no, I mean I guess you can look at it that way or the fact that we're just always here <laughs> but you know it's the same stories it's the same revelations just regurgitated over and over and that's what I worry about it's like we're clearly dealing with people who may not be this powerful but have successfully given the illusion of enough power that we just run in circles and never really break through anything and I wonder if that's because we keep finding out more and more that more and more of our quote unquote heroes of the counterculture were put there on purpose. Not to say that our intentions are are like you know not our own, but yeah, that's where the enigma is, man. That's why I think it's a much deeper thing than like money or. You know redistributions of wealth i mean that's a part of it that's those are tools you know everything that people use as like the ultimate goal for these bad guys seems to just be a tool or a a an opportunity in a much larger picture that we will never understand
0: at some point money is not anything anymore especially these people yeah exactly that's there's nothing to i mean they power might be something they're still trying to get more of but at a certain point, you can only have so much fucking money and buy so much I say shit. say the same about power? I'll, yeah, well. but is that why they start like doing weird fucking sacrifices <laughs> and shit?
1: Because they're like, you know, I'm bored. No, because that's Let's been going on forever, man. All, all these blood rituals in some form or another, you know, it's like the oldest human fucking characteristic, unfortunately.
0: So something you said or just a few minutes ago reminded me of a question that I like asking people.
1: Especially people
0: who like to read a lot of these older stories. But what do you think of the notion that's like uh, Vonnegut's Cat's Cradle or Cloud Atlas, you know, where groups of souls kind of go through different lives, just taking turns, playing different roles? Mm -hmm. Or are we always kind of just stuck? Because I think (sighs) the problem
1: with answering that is that (laughs) reality is a Russian doll. And I think that probably, like everything is thought. And I think on some consciousness level, and this is bad wording, but maybe that, maybe there's some sort of, not a hierarchy like better or worse or, you know, but that grander or lesser, you know, I guess it's just like a higher scale of the fractal. Um, so that reality could exist. Well, both of what you said, you know, the former and the latter, like it's just different levels of where the eye is, you know, where the focus is, Yeah, most on, you definitely. know, like that's the only place that reality
0: exists. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you ever just, it used to happen to me when I was younger, but it's been happening a little bit lately. I have a, a kid on the way. I don't have any Oh, kids. congratulations. Thank you. I mean, I picked a hell of a time to become a father you know i think it's the best time (laughs) i agree dude i actually during covid i was the loneliest i've ever been everybody around me was just fucking falling into place and yeah i said you know a family would be nice right and i could raise somebody to not fucking like do all of this and then i like reunited with a girl from my past who we don't see eye to eye on anything but we have this other kind of connection that's hard to explain and Mm -hmm. we are having a kid and we're not really together right now it's like oh my we're trying to we're trying to kind of work through it yeah but uh i i wasn't being facetious even though i do sound like it when i say like yeah i picked a hell of a time (sighs) because uh you know 20 years ago i was dead set against it i was like actually mad at people who were choosing to do it like what the fuck is your problem (laughs) You know, like right. the green agenda shit, kind of like hijacked my mentality, and I was like, "Absolutely, oh, well, we were young." Yeah, I would.
1: I, you, you and I have. This is what we mainly connect on. Yeah, the, we we kind of grew up in that same mentality. You yeah, know, which is good because we have a good perspective on things. We yeah. understand they're not like people that think that way aren't our enemies. They're just they're literally being duped. I kind of describe it like uh, that. We they think the good guys won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you talking about this with uh Dusty, Dusty? yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's a really important perspective to remember who we're dealing with, you know. I mean, I know there's extreme, but yeah, sorry,
0: I didn't mean to break in there. No, 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 I I agree. Like, uh, if the good guys won, but not now, now what now you guys just sit here and fucking you're the oppressor now, and that and you're fine with that. Like, not really like
1: they still think there's an like something to to, to stifle right let's, let's indict him 90 out. fucking
0: times and like pretend right. that we're like doing something here
1: remember like, how pissed we were at like I'm gonna take a stab in the dark George W Bush and every Republican when we were younger well like, I don't know maybe not maybe not for you but for me I wasn't I wasn't affiliated politically but right. my problem was the president's mentality Seemed to trickle down and whatever that was was everywhere and when you think about 9-11 and all the shady shit that they were involved with during that administration and all the patriots that just love the shit out of them and it was just like man and look at all of us conspiracy theorists what kind of group are we closer to now. You know, and it's like, it's just, fu- it's a mindfuck, man. So you think about like how duped people were on both sides, man. It's just, it's just crazy. You know, I used to argue with my father about like energy and like <laughs> solar and all, and all that. Renewable did, you use, energy. did you use the C word? Climate change? Yeah, I probably did. And he was the one, interestingly enough, buying me books saying that climate change was full of shit, right? now fast forward 2023 keep in mind bush was in charge back then and even though my father votes democrat for the most part for most of his life that doesn't matter this is what i'm talking about the president's mentality is, like sends laser beams into the brains of all the young boomer patriots that grew up in this love loving this country and and loving Everything about this country—I like, don't know. There's this. Do you get what I'm saying here? Like, oh, uh, totally. So back You're then, describing he my was,
0: father as well—he <laughs> hated
1: George W. Bush. He didn't like him at all. But he was on the side of George W. Bush towards the younger generation about all this kind of shit, all this rebellious shit that we wanted more uh, alternative energy. Yeah, we wanted all these hippie things, and George W. Bush and this repressive fucking old very christian blah 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 like all of this was the evil empire and i don't know it's just very interesting fast forward to 2023 i bring up that book that he bought me and he's like well since then there's been a lot of uh good information that's come out and it seems that climate change is like you know a real serious issue just look you can look at any of the experts saying it blah 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 so it's you see it doesn't matter What he really feels—it's what is the what is he supposed to feel? What as a soldier in the American dream, you know? I'm not trying to shit on my father, but I'm talking about probably millions of people, you know, who have who have switched in that boomer generation, you know, from one to the other, just because it's the status quo to feel one way or the other. Back then, alternative energy couldn't compete for shit, so. Fuck yeah, you're gonna be able to talk shit about it and there's no use for it, nothing. Like, you're gonna be able to make fun of all those hippies complaining about it. Now, the status quo is all the alternative energy and all the, you know, it's it's flipped, but those same people don't realize that they're not even fucking thinking for themselves at all. They've completely switched and we're talking like a 30 year con, 40 year con, like it's unreal. Sorry, I'm just rambling.
0: No, this this is, this is ramble hour. And yeah, my, of... my fucking dad's the same way. He's a uh, Demo- registered Democrat. Kind of mm-hmm. was intrigued by Trump at first, then he totally did the thing where everybody did. But he, yeah. his the always character of the man. <laughs> you know, that's what I actually like about him. Oh, I I don't like anything <laughs> he did, but I think he's fuck. I he's I, funny. He's mesmerizing. <laughs> like the guy is. That... <laughs> he's he's a golden fucking beacon on that screen. Like he is. He's such an old trope, but he yeah. wears it so well. Like yeah. I,
1: I yeah, can't think no of anybody like him.
0: Like and I mean I pisses me leader. off. See, my mom's never been political, but she loves Trump. Interesting. And she it happened during COVID. And oh, uh, and it's weird too because I'm always like, Well, Operation Warp Speed. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just <laughs> like what he I just liked watching his his little briefings every I mean, day. As a
1: comic, he's fantastic. You yeah, know? yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to do about. I mean, I don't trust any of them. You know, anyone that walks through these doors, anyone that's constantly being shown to us, they're off the table.
0: Well, I've been so duped. Yeah, I've been. We all have. Though. I mean, Tulsi Gabbard was the last one to get me, and I. You just got to fucking go to her Wikipedia page to see she's CFR. And as soon as like yeah. you start looking at her past, it's just like, yeah, she's just another role. I still want to believe Ron Paul meant it, but he probably didn't. I uh-huh. mean, they give us our, our heroes
1: that's for sure but um yeah i got banned i got blocked on twitter by a bunch of fucking like libertarians from new hampshire because tulsi was going to pork fest and i was shitting all over it i'm just like oh look that's, at
0: that tells just you another right
1: wing
0: covert right wing bullshit fucking and the, yeah. I, the libertarians are that anymore like uh, yeah, dude. i've never voted for a fucking politician in my life but i did Maybe. register as a libertarian when i moved to oregon and, oh yeah <laughs> Well I moved back to, I was born here But I've been around mm-hmm. I moved back And like s- s- I was on a date And some fucking college kid's like I just need two more And of <laughs> course He says that to everybody I just need two more to sign-. But it was like 11 o'clock at night And I was like What the fuck are you doing out here I was like Alright yeah. put me. Is there anarchist He's like No it's not a party I was like Okay well let's go libertarian Then I mean <laughs> We like to say on this show That it, a fucking uh, libertarian Is just an anarchist With their dick tucked between their legs yeah it makes sense it's not it's like to me maybe the lp when it first was formed and i mean i have not like rothbart and all those guys i've never really done a dive into it i just think it's unrealistic but i don't know enough about it it's
1: i just (laughs) see what i see i see who and what they say and where they where they who they yell about and then who they still hold on to and suck t- suck the teat of and it's like what the fuck you just again not necessarily two-faced but just ignorant not stepping outside of themselves you know there's a lot of uh religion in libertarianism so it does feel like republican light you know it, in a way and, and fortunately so. for me i'm sorry to any listeners like it just yeah, no. The religion is a total control operation, and it's weird to see so much of it in the conspiracy world. Like, it's oh, it's I, so
0: I was good to bring that up earlier when you were talking about like we're getting into the like oh, Russian shoulders with the conservatives, and I was going to say and yeah. a lot of Christians and absolutely, they're often a big overlap there. But some Ooh, of the it's, coolest fucking people.
1: Not Christianity is like way better. It's like different than, and it's the same fucking thing. You know who gave it to you?
0: The Catholics, you know, <laughs> yeah, they own it now. I mean, always have. I don't think. <laughs> and he's a sun
1: god. He's a sun. <laughs> Come on, people. I'm causing. Maybe I'm causing the stir here. I don't know. We'll we'll find well, out. But well, I
0: if you are, then it needed to happen. Because I mean,
1: it's nothing people haven't said before. But it's just it's weird to see so much of it in conspiracy world. It's like, aren't we supposed to be questioning authority? What? Just not including the longest running one? Okay. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, that's that's a point my mom and I always talk about because every time she's a huge fan of anything I do, so she loves the, both shows. But she'll she'll like listen to stuff and then call me and be like, "It's amazing how many people you talk to are really hardcore Christians." And I'm like, "Yeah, I've kind of just been getting used to it lately." and yeah, a lot of good people too I, I say this at the risk of pissing people off that i truly
1: really appreciate and like i, I apologize but they know well, I, we like
0: both talked I to jack allen anyway.
1: fuck like, yeah jack jack allen, allen is, is a best guy best who will sit
0: ever. here and hear what
1: we're saying and not and get he, mad at us and i don't care like if i disagree with my like spiritual consciousness beliefs with he, with him it doesn't matter his belief structure has made him a really wonderful person Fuck, yeah. And a strong
0: person So
1: shout out to Jack he's I awesome. could
0: Talk about like a six year turnaround In that guy's life too And he's quite open yeah. about it But like just a skinny fucking weakling junkie That fucking was like Got bitch Boom. left And fucking changed his life fast five yeah, or six man. years is fast storybook. Yeah. yeah it
1: really is he did it like he actually did what you're supposed to do he's like a joe rogan store, like guest <laughs> story but i don't want him to go
0: jack don't go on joe rogan hey Doesn't you know dude he name. went on tinfoil hat and fucking killed Fuck yeah it man with that fake nuke yeah. stuff i was blown away by that episode he was so how many nervous? people are talking about
1: that now like where that topic is like it's everywhere i <laughs> like,
0: wanted to have it's because oppenheimer came it. out too oh you know, that perfect
1: timing what do you think like, of
0: that like why i didn't now? see it i haven't seen that i, didn't I see haven't seen it but i haven't I, seen barbie I, heimer the time you know? it, yeah we didn't <laughs> do the tom cruise go you know you know you take it in friday afternoon you watch barbie <sighs> or no i think he said oppenheimer and then you lighten it up but the timing of that because christopher nolan to me is like this era's kubrick and i think he's kind of fashioned himself that way
1: i think I've, yeah and he's not the original but he's very similar yeah i mean you watch interstellar
0: it's fucking 2001 space odyssey the end of it and i mean i love him too memento is one of my fucking top 10 movies of all time and he's gone a long way from that movie but i just want to know first yeah first well he had a black and white one that was called the following and it's not technically a film but memento it was like i think it might have been film school he he worked on his brother yeah memento It's a genius script and it's flawless. You can't say that about most movies. There's no holes in it at all. I've looked. You know, what's really cool is I saw that when I was younger, when it came out and Mm -hmm. I loved it as just like a
1: movie buff, fucking loved everything. And then I saw it like after psychedelics and it freaked me the fuck out because you know how his story is like this big loop that he, a big part of him doesn't know. But a part of him does. The
0: part that does the and, thinking has no idea what's going on. Right. And <laughs> yeah. there's a
1: part of him that just goes back to sleep after, I'm just going to make this happen again. Well, and I had this creepy, cosmic, quote unquote, past life kind of shit in that sense. But it was more like, like a, oh man, like a collective consciousness thing. Like we're all doing it. Like we're all accidentally doing it all over again like
0: or something it was so wild i don't think i've ever thought of it on that level but you're totally fucking right (laughs) Uh oh (laughs) no yeah like i gotta watch it it again now i got the fucking dvd back there
1: and i don't know that's the thing i find a lot of psychedelic messages in, in hollywood movies are unintentional and i think that's just synchronicity and that's what you pick up on when you're tripping anyway is that synchronicity is not just some funny thing to believe or not it's it's like the fabric of reality like it's you're in a painting or a puzzle or some sort of mathematical equation that is absolutely perfect so synchronicity looks like magic from our perspective or a meaningful coincidence and from that side it's just two plus two is four you know it's
0: fucking creepy well it's like you said in the beginning of this conversation that is magic like yeah everything all all of it i mean to to harken back to our love for tool I really wish I had not ever listened to Maynard go on Joe Rogan, because it was so cool when they were mysterious. And I always knew Maynard was a sarcastic dick, much like myself. He never
1: gives up the ghost either.
0: He did say something that they were talking about the Fibonacci sequence in the song Lateralist. And I thought it was kind of a dickish answer at first. He's like, yeah, we thought we were being pretty cool by doing that. But everything is that. So, we weren't really doing anything other than like copying what's always here. It wasn't like some groundbreaking thing. I'm like, fuck you. That song gave me an out of body experience one time.
1: I have a conspiracy (laughs) theory about Maynard.
0: I want to hear it because I think. Tell me if this
1: tracks. All right. And if he heard this, he would just roll his eyes and probably not say a word.
0: Or he'd come kill both of us. Or that.
1: (laughs) He's like Nosferatu. But um, (laughs) he does that. Every single interview in the history of Tool interviews when it comes to the obvious intention behind his lyrics and talking about the meaning behind the songs and what we've all connected to so passionately and personally because my god if you've tripped hard enough and Rosetta Stone doesn't feel like a mirror image of your life and Raise every hair on your body. You just haven't tripped hard enough but so like all these very passionate lyrics these meaningful things about reality and consciousness it's not that they're psyops it's they're legit they happen to you and every time he's asked about it he makes you feel like you're a fucking idiot yeah, for he, thinking sh- about he it. shits on it so and i don't remember i know uh there's a number of people who have like given this like more of like an occult name or phrase to describe this behavior or tactic, but it really is like this building up to drop it off and, and pull the rug out from under you. And that is something that is used on us or at least used to be. Now it's a fucking freak show. Like I think the tactics have slightly become more expensive. Uh, like exoteric but that was a, a familiar mentality you know just pull the rug out from under us after a build-up over and over again
0: well, that's what that's yeah. that describes tools music it builds and builds and you just think it's gonna go and no it's just, go, just a little anyway i didn't cool. mean to interrupt you but oh that's perfect so yeah. that's a that's a tactic that i used to wonder like is he just really bad at accepting a compliment or does he really like want us to feel fucking retarded for liking the shit that he makes because i mean i went and watched fucking yeah i see i got his uh this came
1: out a perfect union of contrary things so he wrote did he write this oh so he had like a ghostwriter with him or something so
0: somebody else wrote it but what i like about so she went to high school with him and she became an author he sought her out but he is the footnotes he writes the footnotes so it's really cool to get this but i had always heard shit about his childhood that i was absolutely just not in that book like like what what did you hear well i so i i don't know if i had heard this or i assumed it because of prison sex but i swore that he was molested he was abused. No, yeah I and it was think... a family friend in the church but it's somebody else he knew that he wrote that song about but and it's just a song about that happening but I think there's way more to that song though and so this oh. is the this is something that John
1: Carpenter does about his movies he's like oh yeah they live was about Reagan it's like fuck <laughs> you it was about Reagan Right, you know that era like yeah sure it took place in that and that was a convenient setup but fuck you it's not it doesn't have a deeper meaning john
0: and the matrix like, is about being trans finding right ab- absolutely trans. absolutely
1: <laughs> but so fuck here i go again what will we do tool, uh, yeah, they so, live uh, oh tool yeah so in that same sense that's kind of what he what he what he does like he just kind of like rips the guts out of it but um his past yeah i know he had like a like a father that wasn't there or something like well, that
0: his mom was or his so was a or well, his mom was just so fucking over the top like religious sure, right? yeah, yeah like loved her. like snake handling type shit but she stroked out when he was a little kid yeah ten thousand days later she died yeah but he had to sit there and watch her church Keep milking her for everything. She didn't have anything and everything she had she gave to the church. Oh, he got sick of it, decided his dad was absent, but his dad could not stand that lifestyle and watching his mom just get sucked into it. So he moved in with him and the song uh it's on Fuck, what's the album with Anima? So it's the song, I think it's called Jimmy. Is that the song? Eleven. Or, yeah, uh, the yeah, 11th. Yeah. So that's the song that's about the most when he goes and moves in with his dad and, and when he's, he's scum- talking
1: about his ch- like re- re- he's talking about like finding his inner child basically as an adult and going back to that place i think
0: no yeah yeah that's ohio under always- a dead ohio sky and that's yeah. 11 that's- has been there and will be
1: waiting yeah, yeah.
0: and i have 11 i've always had a thing with 11 so i didn't even care what that song was about but after reading right. that book and so anyway yeah we could make this a Maynard show but basically he he just (laughs) people would hate us (laughs) his hatred for religion is very understandable right so
1: just to that's an important thing and it's like we from our perspective look at everyone that's interested in the occult well I don't say we but like conspiracy-minded people in general there's a hard no about the occult right and it's like, you got to understand people that came from situations like Maynard did. And I know that he's a bad example because he's evil, but <laughs> I, I'm, I grew up with, a, with Christianity very, very light. Like we went to church a couple times, uh, that kind of stuff. But I, I just grew up hating what religion did to the world in a lot of ways. And like all of us that grew up that way and had a bad reflection from, from religion. It's like, we don't see the occult like the way or I don't know it's so it's such a weird topic to kind of get into but I do think there's a fine line you know I really do I know that this is hard to kind of get around the fact that they're all they all seem to be controlled or they all seem to be a part of something it's weird but well, they you- have to like advertise the authentic thing otherwise we at our core are not going to be truly intrigued by it you know
0: for sure And this leads me to think about something i just was thinking about this the other day and it's not an original thought you may have had it too but we have lived through something that most people who ever live on this planet are not ever going to see and we have seen christian i think in our lifetime we have seen christianity lose its power and there's a new religion now and the people that are in it don't even think it's a religion and that's how powerful it is and it's it's the fucking woke bullshit like it's so cliche to call it like it's a religion but it literally is a religion they make you defy science they make you believe like the trans movement and it's so like i didn't think people who were talking about tavistock always about how they had always been planning this and so you got the androgyny in the 70s and it, Mm. it they did do it really fast i've seen people in my life flip because they were told to by mainstream and it's just like we used to laugh about school. they, thems at work, and now they have the fucking thing on the bathroom door, on, ironically, And it's like, and it, I'm not making fun of anybody who goes by they, them, but it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't, it doesn't you have to make not. sense to me for you to be who you are. So fuck off on that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what you call yourself.
1: Right, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah that's I'm religion. Old school, putting your... On that topic. Exactly, you know? <laughs> yeah. So to put your... Adult, stay away from kids. <laughs> this is what religious people do. They aren't just okay believing what they believe. They want you to believe it too. And that's like why I think it's very dangerous, this new religion. Because. See, th- this we disagree slightly on because
1: I think this is a red herring. I don't think it's a new re- religion. Well, I think dude. Uh, destruction of the West. I, <laughs> this is Rome why. 2.0. And uh, as Terrence used to say, right? Rome falls every nine hours or something like that. But I mean this feels like a controlled demolition as charlie robinson put out in his book you know it's uh every part of it is this is this is the to me this seems like not what this new regime is going to be uh led by these are the victims to be honest because these are people that were easily made to feel marginalized and absolutely one way or another however you want to look at it absolutely made fun of for a century basically you know probably longer um so uh it was easy to corral them you know and it was easy to make them foot soldiers that's what that's the whole plan right demoralize people by or like you know making them victims and using them as shields oh i agree with that entirely yeah and uh yeah i even disagree with like the wef technocratic takeover in a way like i'm i'm still paranoid about it and i hate all those people you just
0: just think like
1: i just think it's not necessarily like a red herring but like it's almost meant to fall apart like we've been saying as conspiracy theorists like look how obvious it is look how obvious it is and it's like maybe look at it from the other angle like it's supposed to be obvious because we're all supposed to wake up from it and tear it apart but what will that do it'll destroy the west if we go up against the only thing that's being put in place and all these duped morons all these ceos and business owner everybody just giving up everything to this new regime this quote-unquote new regime that's coming in it's going to save humanity i think a big portion of it's meant to fall apart on purpose and i wonder now like maybe we are going into like a mad max kind of situation rather than a ultra or maybe it'll be like cyberpunk 2077 i don't know if you dabble in video games but i think that's one of the most predictive programmings we have
0: no tell Um, me the the plot of it i have not heard of it
1: well when you play this game it's like you know cyberpunk futuristic techno everything um everybody's implanted but there's the total outcast society. and It's like Mad Max out there in the world. And you can play as one of those guys that was raised in the outskirts, in the Badlands, you know? But, you know, you get, like, ten-year-old tech and shit like that. It's, you know, whatever comes out of the black market out to the deserts and stuff like that. But there's these very centralized
0: places
1: of, like, just this one city this future city that basically is the control structure that i guess we could compare to the wef the takeover the all that it's all centralized in this this one little place but that's not what's going on across the world basically everything outside of that is completely destroyed and it is mad max you know I see it that, that
0: definitely being where we're going to like yeah. maybe a bunch of those cities that are connected all together. But I think perhaps maybe, people yeah. that choose to stay outside of it, they're not going to have to round us up. We're going to fuck. I, I, I think with like the real anarchy that I claim to want <laughs> happens like, oh, you know, I I just, there's a couple of my favorite people. I know you personally know them, but Chud and Lanny, I'm going to bring them up again because they had an episode where they were talking, and Chud kind of surprised me because you know, you feel like you get to know people. Yeah. But he's like, I don't believe in the doom and gloom apocalypse. I don't think people are going to band up and start like cannibalizing and killing each other. Yeah, you're going to see that, but it's not going to be like what's out there. People are going to like come together. Yeah, and I'd like to think that, but I think it's going to be a little bit of everything. Yeah, it is. And it'll be both. I'm not going to go to the city, but you know, you'll think you might think about it at certain points. Like, if this actually comes to pass,
1: yeah, this puts like zombie movies into perspective, right? Uh Like, you go to the cities, and that's like the worst place to go. You got to go there for like resources and shit or something like that at least in the beginning right all the all these movies all these tv shows especially the walking dead right they got to get to the hospital you go like seasons deep they're growing their own medicines and stuff like that you know what i mean so it's like it's just that mentality of uh yeah we've come together in small groups or something it's weird i don't know what it's gonna look like but yeah i don't i don't think it's necessarily doom and gloom but this i don't know it's unsure
0: it's are we honest. gonna just recreate the video games and the shows and the comics that we read like well this is what we do you get to be oh. negan and i'm gonna be fucking mel gibson over here and that would be so pathetic but it would absolutely <laughs> happen
1: you know I look mean, how we, we act a parody of ourselves yeah yeah it's rough it's hard but Yeah, to i don't be... think it's gonna be doom and gloom necessarily i don't know. Well, there's always. That's the thing. I don't think AI. Well, AI should take that back. I think AI, uh, with where they're allowing it to go and where they're taking it, is fucking destructive and terrifying and exactly what the bad guys want to happen. But uh, I think there's applications for technology that we have that are amazing, and I think that we again throw the baby out with the bathwater. A lot of times, we all want to go back to being Amish or something, you know and there's a good appeal to that but i think again we got to find a little mixture of both in s- some way i don't know I, agree. I could be way off it could be a total demon takeover with ai and and all that i don't know
0: well i think they could fake that they yeah. they whatever they always try i mean fuck everything's the fault of covid everything's the fault of climate change i think they're setting it up that ai can be the next bad guy even though clearly ai is just it's almost like psychedelics it's a tool it's a tool right and but it's
1: a tool that will be able to have more access than psychedelics do to our technology and the more we rely on it that's that's the thing yeah use it as a tool because as soon as it's not a tool anymore and it's a part of you that's that's where my line is drawn i think But then again, see, I'm questioning myself now. Like, what's you? What's a part of you? (laughs) Is your pocket where your phone is? Is that you? You Yeah, it's it's
0: just one step from sliding it into your brain, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard thing to... to, There's no clear answers. You you can go
0: throw your phone out into a lake. Absolutely. You wake up tomorrow and do that. You're not going to do that with Neuralink. That's true. It's going to have repercussions beyond, oh, I just oh us cellular 125 bucks now but i don't know man i don't know exactly because the Neuralink technology they have as wearables i mean all of this stuff is already accessible to us why the fuck do we need it in here and it's, it's almost like an allegory cool stuff yeah, it is yeah. like an allegory you're right i it's mean it's a
1: hollywood movie too you know it's what we've been programmed to kind of want like in some way not all of us but the sci-fi world I was gonna say are you a
0: Cronenberg guy like oh I love body horror and like he's 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 kind of was ahead of his time now if you think like existence
1: still ahead of his time existence is still ahead of its time.
0: yeah (laughs) and I haven't watched his last couple because no I don't
1: think I have either I watched it he had something to do with that movie The Box oh he did uh, yeah, the guy that played Skeletor. I can't remember his name right now. He's he was, hes dead now. He was awesome. The box. That's not the <laughs> yeah, one with... Yeah, it was about the, like the, the guy Donny shows Dark? up at their doorstep. Donnie Darko. Shows up at the doorstep with a box, and he's like... You, you can press this button and you'll get like $10 million, but somewhere, yeah, yeah. somewhere out there in the world, someone will die. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. That was, I think that was either a Cronenberg movie
0: or he well, wrote it or something. Uh, Richard Kelly, who did Donnie Darko, was the guy mm-hmm. that did that movie. But I. Oh, he
1: did? Okay. So then Cronenberg absolutely had some other.
0: Banded, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be God. surprised at or all. I'm
1: crazy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, his son's. Or is it his son that's making movies now? Yeah,
1: he. Yeah, his son is
0: making. I don't. I can't name one, but I it think... was like a. It looks Infinity Pool. I think is what it was called. I saw it yes. advertised the other day, and it looks like a fucking trip. It was. Oh, but you watched it, it? It didn't remind me of a Cronenberg movie.
1: It reminded me of a culty horror movie that, which is like they're everywhere now. You know, it's just as as conspiracies are, like, getting further and further everywhere. They're spreading to more and more people and more and more of the culture. Uh, yeah, it's, it's happening there, too. It's, like, all these, like, elite or satanic cults killing people and, and doing horrendous shit behind closed doors. And, yeah. Do you know.
0: think that's a red herring? Like, you always see Chrissy Teigen fucking going around to- on morning shows talking about eating people and stuff. And, it's like, yeah, it's how over the it's fucking bold. top is this? <laughs> like, it's easy to say like, well,
1: she could totally be just like, like they say it right in front of us and we just don't pay attention. Like I bought that for a long time. And it's a, the reason why is because it's, it's pretty feasible. They do like things are hidden in plain sight and they do laugh in our faces and say, you know, I don't know though. It might be a red herring. I think it's both. It's so hard. To, yeah, absolutely. Cause there's human trafficking fucking everywhere and like people abuse people all the time hurt people hurt people everywhere like I, and the children thing where you get into like the, the life force and the the i won't say the word but you know the thing that what oh fuck i'm trying to think of it now paranoid american thomas has a word for it that like it was called that like was like the substitute word for it and i can't remember that i one heard
0: even. him talking to uh cheney on her show about it Those oh yeah were the most informative fucking episodes because I, ha- I have no idea how far back that shit went like it's not new that's not a new theory it's no. not a new story but yeah. but yeah that's that's a very hard that's like
1: hardcore shit and like on a spiritual level or consciousness studies kind of perspective it's like Yeah, I can see that. I can see children being like way more like closer to source literally like I I say that shit all the time like that, you know, just as you know, I think we were closer to our source and understood it probably more when we were babies and just couldn't put it into words or language or logic. Uh, I think the human species as well like I think we were probably closer to the mark way, way, way back in the day. I don't. That's just a wild theory, you know, but the closer you are to the source, the more powerful your intentions are or something like that. You're less
0: tainted by culture.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, I can see that purity. They talk about that. The, the bad guys are after like, I just think, uh, I, I hate to say it, but like a lot of people suggest, it's like a metaphor, and I, I do agree with that on some level. That they're doing that everywhere all the time. It's like to say, "Do you think MK Ultra is still going on?" It's like we'll look up look up Monarch. Monarch is just showing you that it's an umbrella that's always happening. Really, you know,
0: because you can't even prove Monarch technically. It's not one day. of it's not one of the declassified ones and it's one of the right. ones we all like to talk about the most because, because the, we can yeah. see it. It's, it's you it's can an see it doing right. it.
1: It's just happening everywhere. So I think it's more overt um or less literal maybe, you know, but then again you mix that with like real human trafficking and the money involved and then you get like politicians and all these private industry people that are Rich as fuck, and we know how that goes. So there's just so many weird, weird threads to pull, and it's hard to even question it in this community that it's not exactly as it appears. No, you got it's all baphomet, where they're they're literally giving it to a goat. I swear to God, you know, <laughs> like you can't. It's very hard to argue with people about well, that, or even offer uh, an alternative.
0: I want to ask you something about that because. We were talking about Harley Pasternak and Jim Caviezel and The Sound of Freedom. I saw on Twitter some dude that you'd had on your show before called you a pedophile because you said that movie's bullshit or yeah, whatever. I, I don't I, want to put words I, in your mouth, but you were yeah, like I calling it out on, for what it is. posted it
1: like everywhere just for people to take a look at. I was nothing but nice to him in response and tried to like make him see logic. I won't even say his name here, but people can go find that. But yeah, it was on one of my Sound of Freedom posts. So it's only a couple of them. You can find it. But yeah, it's a guy. Hey, he's uh, the
0: one who put himself in the public eye. You know, I don't... A
1: conspiracy theorist, content creator, researcher, pretty smart guy. Kind of like savant, like in some ways, like numbers and things that he researches. Seems like a pretty in- intelligent guy on some level. But I noticed after I had like had him on the show a couple times talking to him about very weird out there sci-fi ideas that he had and his instagram is just filled with fucking typical right wing stupid li- on the libs on the libs man and it's almost like he's like controlled hop or something but that was another thing he called me i was controlled opposition <laughs> and a pedophile all wrapped into one it's amazing and hey i can't I won't do the typical thing and go, "What me in this basement studio?" <laughs> well, like, yeah, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Mid, high, low, they get whoever they want to influence people. They do start on our level. Yeah. Absolutely. As you and I know very well, we've talked to, you know, a number of key people who, you know, have been unfortunately compromised or, you know, exposed in some way or another, and it's
0: like I don't know. What is funny about that to me, that whole thing? Mm. What, the Canadian dork thing? Yeah, is... I never was compelled to believe anything that guy said. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm being very unfair because I knew the punchline. But I remember hearing him on the biggest conspiracy podcast, you know, you know the one... I heard him on that way back, and I remember now going, who the fuck is this dipshit that tries to talk like he's Carl Sagan or uh, Agent Smith? Like, that voice, I don't (laughs) buy it. So everything you're saying now, I know that you're acting, and Mm. I don't know physics from my fucking asshole. Yeah, does he? Exactly, but he could fool me i just didn't buy his delivery so everything he said i just assumed it was bullshit and it's unfortunate too because i do know a lot of people who still think you know
1: yeah it's unfortunate it is but dude
0: god bless drew that fucking episode
1: dude yeah it it was uh it was funny because like we're in a little small group chat uh her and him and i and a couple others select unnamed people that have been on this that that side of things for about like six months to a year uh putting this stuff together learning about everything seeing the photographs and the audio recordings of all kinds of suspicious shit and and like i think he was the best one to interview her because like i said to you before whether it was on the air before we got on the air he drew from you're missing the point podcast is one of the best interviewers out there man and he doesn't get the credit he deserves he's shadow banned as fuck because he's australian but he did such a killer job at that with that interview and he asked the right questions and you know it was a it was like a little poof and then it's not talked about anymore you know and i've kind of yeah put it to rest a little bit it is kind of sad seeing, well, uh, I, seeing people that had direct contact with me even bigger shows than me talk like being like what's is it is it really true like well this this and this do you want to see this this oh wow well doesn't surprise me much then like two months later welcome yeah. on the show and it's like grift hey. grift, hey. grift.
0: You know, what are you going to do?
1: I or know they don't, don't know. believe us, you know, and hey, if that's the case, so be it.
0: Yeah, I just think that it probably goes on way more than we know. We just got in. Uh, we got a view on something. And I actually did my best to stay out of it. I don't know how much you know, but
1: I like, don't know okay. entirely, but we'll probably well, get into it. Off air. I will yeah. say I will say that, like, I I'm kind of, you know, I backed off i might be just paranoid but dude within one week i had like six different solar energy salesmen come to my door it was very bizarre and like i said i could just be paranoid but it was weird man
0: i, w- I would uh be cautious if i was you too yeah. i mean i i that's crazy
1: <laughs> i wasn't polite to any of them so <laughs> been like i hate i i hate it it's like if you're stupid enough to not look into what this is like getting on the grid with everybody like because if you look into most of those contracts they just own your whole roof now it's fucking ridiculous and it's it's yeah it's a scam
0: and you're responsible for repairs and they don't oh yeah yeah it's nuts it's
1: but yeah it was just too uncanny getting like six six or seven of them at my door at different times of the day A couple, couple of them were the same day within like 20 minutes
0: Yes. And it was I was like,
1: what the fuck is this?
0: I do want to tell my listeners that if you don't know what we're talking about and you want to know, <laughs> do go listen to Drew interview Brandy Renee. I don't remember what episode number it is. And your mind will be blown. And I think that moving on to another topic, we could talk about sure. this shit out there, like you said. But uh,
1: it, It's a good caveat or not, uh, uh, a bridge into the UFO topic if you if we can well i
0: i would like to talk about that because uh i like to make fun of it on my other show with dusty nice because he's like crazy dude i mean i love dusty and i think that he and i are both crazy but he he's one of those guys that believes that politicians are literally aliens and like Like
1: reptilians (laughs) we gotta
0: talk to him i didn't know that well no (laughs) i don't know if it's an act because dusty has many characters and he might even be one himself. but no (laughs) dude he's like i've got that guy and i record at four hours a night every week and we're like we're like each other's therapist
1: (laughs) yeah man it becomes that way sometimes it does and
0: it's like when i don't disinfo bait i go a week without it i'm like something's missing yeah because we match each other's level of fucked upness and just keep raising the bar and sometimes (laughs) we'll get in the middle of a conversation i'm like i don't know if this is going to make the episode (laughs) but it, (laughs) it, it usually does Sometimes it's like, okay, that (laughs) word. Yeah.
1: Like Bill Burr said, right? Fuck it, say it, see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great bumper sticker
0: right there. It really is. So you are huge into this UFO Twitter stuff, and it's in fact... When I had Brandy on my show the first time, your show is one of the shows I listened to to like get a feel for her, cool. and it was like you guys used to do this thing. I don't remember what it's called, but it was all about build the, the
1: narrative. Yeah, and we're it. planning on doing more of them. I'm just a lazy son of a bitch, and no, I no, you're
0: of- you're not lazy. You're busy. Fired yeah
1: i'm just tired man i do want to ask but, uh, me about yeah, we,
0: uh that movie show after we get off here I, i'm just curious sure. like are you still doing it because i'm
1: not really yeah. but like i i've been given like a lifetime pass to like come on as a as like well, a forever but like i don't you're I a just co-founder don't have time for it man you yeah. know yeah let's just shout out to those awesome humans again it's drew again it, and and it's also moral bob and it's Ryan Dean from
0: Dangerous World. Now yeah, did he just kind of step my in? my place. Dude. Okay, it's I was gonna. That's what I was perfect. gonna ask. So it was. It's, it's all awesome. amicable and everything. Then Absolute. good, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like
1: never. I just didn't because the three of us together coordinating from Massachusetts to Texas to friggin' Australia, and no offense to Drew, it's like it, of course that's the bigger time difference that really kind of fucks things up, and my weekends. I I don't I don't have the time most of the time you know every great once in a while I can do something but to try to do something like that and know that I was not going to be able to do it consistently was just beating me up inside and finally Bob and I talked he's like I think we're just going to Rep, you know fill in fill in with somebody else man if that's cool i'm like i'm like yeah absolutely
0: dude well good for you for not getting <laughs> you know? butthurt and like because no not at all no know, no but some they, people guys some people need like, well, to do that show. show or nobody yeah and it me the, to do that tell show. my listeners what that is because it's a really so good fucking idea
1: yeah conspiracy theater 3000 and this was another part of how like difficult it was at least the format we were going with was we would release a commentary on one of our movies that we were talking about um, you know which was like an hour hour and a half podcast but then we'd also release like a, a, a watch along a listen along kind of like riff tracks used to do or still does uh, where you know you time it with us and you line it up at the right time and you hit play and you watch the movie and listen to us bullshit the whole time it sounds silly but it was really fucking fun and I really hope that those guys together can you know the schedule works out, and they can pump out episodes, man. Because I know they're going to kill it. They already did Idiocracy, and that's a killer one. And there's a lot in the tank. I know. The just the ideas that we were spit. Now there's so many movies to just go over with a fine tooth comb. Well, I know? was
0: excited about Highlander, and then I saw that Ryan did it. I was like, oh, I'll listen to that later. I thought it was going to be Andy. But. oh well,
1: no offense to Ryan. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no, I, actually, I, lo-
0: I love Ryan. Like he's he's a but yeah,
1: but. but- I was obsessed with, yeah, Irish yeah. and Celtic That's why I was excited to see you cover it. Yeah. I didn't find too much in Highlander. You know, that's what I find what happens in Hollywood. You'll watch like a rom-com and you'll get like ancient history fucking nods and stuff like that. And you'll watch an ancient history movie and you'll get like political scams getting like thrown in in messages and stuff like that. It's never direct. You're never going to watch like the mummy with Brendan Fraser and like get hints about Gnosticism or hermetics. You know, you're going to get like some allusion to something like Ron Paul did or is that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's never direct. And that's what I ended up finding with Highlander. I didn't find a lot of like what I wanted to find all this old ancient stuff that they were just hiding in plain sight. No, I didn't really find it was that.
0: about Ronald Reagan. Like they live with
1: right yeah exactly And
0: dude drew his the way that like i've listened to some of his uh breaking down movies on other people's shows fuck mm. nothing gets by He's that good. guy even like He's to good, the name man. of the characters and the stuff that he digs up on that he just
1: remembers so much of it and i'm just yeah. like the guy did the thing and then after that,
0: <laughs> you remember it was weird yeah <laughs> i remember all the dick jokes in every movie
1: oh god of course
0: all right so aliens andy <laughs> Aliens
1: man Fucking aliens Yeah like I
0: said we've just been making fun of it on our other show And uh, these hearings This congressional hearing And it's almost like a joke Now at this point Even among your laymen Like I don't think anybody's buying it Nobody's acting like They're going to change their lives over it anyway
1: I'm trying to find the function Behind it If it's this much of a nothing burger every time I have found one thing that
0: I think Is coming out of this and it's a boring answer And it's an answer to a lot of things Defense contracts Because dude they have Opened this network to have A telescope on all these buildings In every major city so they can see The sky And when I heard that and that came from these Congressional hearings I'm just like god I thought At least you guys like We're gonna do something cool with this It's just the same old fucking story I thought you were gonna like enslave us or something. (laughs) Yeah, we're fucking. uh, What's that? Grab Greenland (laughs) with the tunnels. I thought that might be brought up at at least once. Biologics is all we got, and the
1: word anyway. The word biologics. Everybody trips and over. Any sketches? It. We probably got sketches. I know that's the funny part. You know the the Hegelian dialectic of of the congressional hearings and Greer's big presentations with all of his cartoon drawings. And, and I will I will admit though you know truth in plain sight speckled in here and there maybe the ten percent ninety percent rule. That guy that was talking about the shit under the ice in Antarctica. He wasn't talking about aliens or anything like that. He was talking about like energy weapons and stuff like that. And that I can buy, but then again that could be (laughs) this is cognitive dissonance, man. Like it could be just more psyops. I don't know. It's so weird. depending on who you who you look at and who you listen to, it's it's just so
0: there's so many different perspectives on it. It's so weird. So you you with your interest in ancient history yeah and you hear shit like that are you one to believe that we did have highly highly advanced civilizations on this planet before recorded history i guess recorded history is a joke now
1: (laughs) right it is
0: (laughs) but i didn't know that until i saw covid happen i literally thought that it was more reliable than like whatever people decided to put down if they could like change history right in front of our eyes is what i'm kind of getting at yeah how did they how could they not do it and you year. know they do. I mean there's so many instances of it.
1: And they probably never did it like yeah there's like revisions probably but for the most part they just do it right in front of every generation and eventually who knows right? No one remembers what what was made up because you can't even go to your elders and ask anymore No Those plugged in there's no memory you know, of, of the logic behind any of these emotions and feelings that they're attached to with this you
0: know? So, do you think that there was? Oh, d- yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: That's a big toss-up because the word "technology" advanced. It's so well
0: that yet yeah, to us, know, advanced technology could be computers and
1: AI and laser beam
0: landed. stuff. But, what like free energy and shit like that? Well, that's the problem. We have big,
1: big names like Zachariah Sitchin and uh, uh, Eric von Danigan and a billion of copycats around those those characters. That were both read in and put in our faces. They're connected into interesting groups when they were alive. I think Vonnegut's still alive, Von Dana gets still alive. But we're talking *Cherries of the Gods* and the uh, what is it? I can't remember what they call his series. But he's the the Sitchins. Nibiru, yeah, Nibiru Anunnaki guy. You know, the twelfth planet, all that. And it's a it's a shit translation. <laughs> he gets a lot of shit right, but it's it's there's another guy uh, i can't remember the name of the book right now i'm pissed i can't remember it but he looks at the anunnaki aliens he takes it all as aliens but he looks at it like government factions all over the earth and stuff like that and like those concepts are valid to keep on the table but you, you know you can throw out the alien shit because where sitchin got it was his own translations and he was a very prominent linguist and, and translator but at the same time he got it wrong he definitely got it wrong because it's been proven wrong many many times since then that Anunnaki does not mean from heaven to earth or those from heaven to earth came even it means of princely blood of on and key interestingly enough you know I and only know that is...
0: because I listened to the deep share podcast oh cool well so don't take it from me please go <laughs> but... look it up I have all old anthropology the only reason I looked it up is because of you because you're but, not like one of many you are one of a few people saying all this kind of stuff and there needs to be more because we I, did talk yeah. about like certain uh, belief systems that have made it into the and God damn! If Nephilim and Anunnaki isn't just the thing that absolutely I roll my eyes about five times a week just because I'm scrolling through my podcast feed. And like I said, I mythology behind Christianity. I'm game. There's probably shit going on that made it into those books. I don't know. I'm not.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's all uh, Lawrence Gardner, who I'm, I'm doing a series on on his stuff. And uh, he had a lot of cool quotes about you know how they basically what i've been trying to say and he just says it way better uh, it's like they twisted history and spirituality up together into this wonderful little lie um so i think when people throw out the bible we're throwing the baby out with the bathwater again the holy the holy what we're throwing it out with the holy water you know <laughs> and so everything's valid it's all intentional it's all there it's just a it's a it, It's all an enigma to figure out and I don't have the answers. I don't think anybody does, but I know some of us like to think we do. And I think that feeling keeps us going and keeps us looking deeper into whatever's whatever's keeping our interest. But yeah, for me, I really I'm I'm proud to say I don't have any sacred cows. And uh, yeah, I'm willing to kill my darlings. You know, I, I don't care if box saga turns out to be full of shit by all means let's suss it out but thus far it's uh it's connecting to too many other things Uh, yeah i don't i think i've trailed away from your original no 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 i
0: mean that was kind of the intent but when i think of old technology like i i can't wrap my mind around it because it wouldn't be the same as what we've got not at all and I think we talk about that. Sorry, let me let me.
1: I, this will answer that. Um, okay. The Tataria energy station stuff that feels very flimsy to me, and I think because at least like the I'm basing this off root language from Box Saga. Fine, but from that perspective, at least all these words that we we have, we think we understand, mean something tend to mean something else and I think that's kind of the case in that situation where like what do we look at like for example the box saga has a very different view of Atlantis than everybody else does the core of the story does stay the same of Atlantis because it is destroyed It is a memory when we were all together, blah, blah, blah. Like it has a lot of these hallmarks in the box saga. The story is wildly different. You know, alt, land, east, all land, ice. It's a time period, not a single place. The concentric ring structures had to do with caste systems all over the planet at one time. Like it's a completely different tale than Plato's narrative the i don't care how many people think they're being rebels when they're searching for atlantis by looking through fucking the timaeus and and uh the other one uh (laughs) that's the mainstream narrative that's the end of the atlantis story the tail end of a very very long story so these technology in the past it's it's such a vastly different concept than what we have and what we think of today and the matrix has done that to us right we can't think of Of the um, Of what's really going on with consciousness Because we're so obsessed With this computer Simulation Model where that's just Probably the best example of what consciousness Is doing not what's going on Yeah
0: we did Breach on that on the UFO round table Thing if I remember right but Yeah I think so I, I, I always go back to Like to me it is a simulation And consciousness is what's doing it and that's the yeah. story but to understand it and break it down of how who gives a fuck like i i know it's oh, happening because i'm experiencing Sass. it right now and like yeah but i do right. want to say before we move on to anything else and you might not be done with it but if anybody is curious about an in-depth uh analysis of the box saga that andy has done go watch jack allen conspiracy or just a coincidence the one where you were a guest on there i think it's a pretty good entry into that was a fun it. one and you kind of explain a lot of the things you just touched on briefly here. But it, it blew my mind because I've heard people just talk about it and then move on to another topic. But Yeah, I something really about know. dicks. <laughs> Moving I'm, on. I, but isn't it no. like underground? Like shit, like people... Yeah. It,
1: well, that's the origin of mankind. It's uh, they describe the entire process of like the toroidal fields and the uh, centrifugal energies uh, forming the 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 planet, and that I can't remember the exact explanation, but some sort of like gases cooling or something at the top the the top of the planet and making this large indentation, and that being eventually phonetically called Holy. Holy Land. And that's where supposedly we were in the beginning. It's a it's a wild, wild story for sure. But yeah, listen to the Jack Allen one because I've been talking about it for about a year and a half, but it's all been like practice. Like I'm finally starting to get a grip on how to tell people about this insanely complex story. You know, it's it's hard to just bring up and even starting at the beginning, it's
0: difficult. So yeah, well, it, it's it's so cool because like I can't call myself a flat earther because I'm not gonna throw my hat on that in that ring. It's just as stupid as the global theory to me. But oh, flag. Yeah. when I start to wonder about like, well, then what is that that I'm looking at at night when I see the stars? Because I know NASA's fucking just not telling me the truth on that. But that right. doesn't mean that I, because I'd know what that's not, I have no fucking idea what it is. So, other theories that just kind of talk about just a whole different level of understanding or theorizing on what's going on and how we got here. I just think there's probably like one, the box saga might be one of like so many that have gotten lost through the ages. And I mean, just Native American legend alone that, you know, was passed down orally. Oh man,
1: I've been having great conversations with a man who's done some extensive research into the connections between Box Saga and a lot of the First Nations tribes here. And you got to wonder, like, why do they have lodges, right?
0: Is this your it's, show? That you, no, not yet. Not okay. yet, but
1: we'll help probably have him on. Yeah, his name right. is Thor, perfectly. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, and yeah, he's got all the, the right descent and the lineage, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been looking into that. And that's something that I haven't looked into, but I've wanted to for a long time because something that I've actually learned from like Bigfoot shows, because uh like Wes Germer on Sasquatch Chronicles interviews this guy named Tom Seawood a lot, who's on Vancouver Island. He runs this thing called Bigfoot Island uh, Facebook page and get like tours and everything. But he's a legit dude, he's a Native American who his tribe has crazy stories about Bigfoot and everything, but that's not the point. What the point I'm trying to make is what I've learned from listening to native American tales and legends and reading a lot of books about their legends um, is that the reason why there's no difference between their spirituality and their history, you know, how that's said a lot about, you know, the, the other world and this world are the same and the, the, our mythology and our history are the same. And that's always been something that's really beautiful how they say that, a lot of tribes say that, but what people miss is that it's exactly what I'm, the tree that I'm barking up with uh, the box saga and all this, this undoing of mystical wording of things, you know, like the, 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 the word pixie actually going back to the Royal picks, you know, not little things that fly around. That's how it was all demonized and belittled, of course, you know, but that's a whole nother story. But yeah, this is the same thing, you know?
0: Yeah. I, uh, I want to get more into it. Sure. Because I do find that (laughs) the, the old stories are, especially like I said, it's kind of get stagnant here in the conspiracy realm. But when you start looking back at history, through the shit that we learned as conspiracy theorists you look at it through that lens and it's just a whole fucking new ball game i personally think we hit a fear wall
1: i really do and even if and i'm not trying to like beat up on it but like if you're part of western religion man then there's areas you will not learn about right. or you have to write off as lies uh, and i know we write off we all write off a lot of history as lies i get that but there's this discernment level we're digging into the details where i feel like that i said it today on twitter like the fear of death squanders many paths to truth or something like that because it, when it really comes down to it even people that don't call themselves christians or jews or, or whatever there's no atheist in a foxhole right right i don't care kill that darling fucking no sacred cows like le- like let yourself die let let Like you got to look at the darker areas. Uh, And I I think assuming it's all satanic is the dumbest and like most dangerous thing you can do. If you take this whole community seriously and what we're supposed to be after to hit that wall. And I'm not condoning any of these characters and pop culture or anything. And nothing, none of that shit, but like there's finer details and there's a lot more nuance and, and subtleties going on, you know?
0: That's my well, rant. <laughs> well, no, it just reminded me the first time I ate mushrooms. So I grew up in southern Idaho where mm-hmm. it's like 90% LDS. And oh, wow. So one of my best friends in high school. So it's we, Masonic, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> We got him smoking weed right after high school. And then my first time doing mushrooms was also his first time. And it was my brother's second time. And we just ate a chocolate from Portland, Oregon with two grams in it. Fuck me. Oh man, that's wild, dude! But he was having the time of his life, and I had ego death in the first hour of my trip. Fucking, I got it right off the gate, and that's so awesome. Once I turned it around, I see him having a good time, and I went in and I said, "So is this a sin?" Oh man! And you know what he said? He said what yeah. do you say? He said, "Yeah." I said, "So you think we're doing something wrong here?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Well, can you tell me why?" And he was pretty open-minded for a Mormon. And he goes, well, it just feels way too good to not be wrong. <laughs> and I was like, this is what <laughs> a Mormon's not- going <laughs> to get out of the psychedelic journey is. <laughs> that was just too good to be fucking not wrong. That I walked away horrible. going, God, we are fucking one consciousness and it's always been here and there's no such thing as time. And he's like, that was just felt too good. And, uh, <sighs> so can't have that
1: different perspectives, man. Yeah.
0: I, I, I had friends like that that
1: would take psychedelics and just chill all night or all day. They're just those weird souls that could do it and operate under it. It was, I could never do that. I was always more the, um, always more the, uh, the, the alone sacrament sort of feeling towards psychedelics and, you know, give me lots of pillows and comfy rooms to be near you know and no stresses turn the phone off kind of thing you know um, i just
0: always walked away from the group like we'd, we'd be out in the woods and as soon as they were kicking it, I'm like this is not for them and i want to be able to fucking rip my shirt off and do cartwheels if i feel the need and i just can't have any of any outside perspective fucking with that right now and i guess that's an insecurity on my part but... right
1: yeah yeah well i hear you i mean i can i can i
0: can but I'd always go back a couple hours later, and everybody's having a fun time. And but just initially, it was just like, no, this is mine. And I can't be vulnerable in front of you fuckers. Yeah,
1: dude, you feel naked, very, yeah. very naked. I remember, yeah, uh, so many things, so many things. But I remember doing salvia one time, and as soon as the hit hit, it hit my head. I bolted out the door. <laughs> I was in like, a room with a bunch of people. We were doing. We had this bong that we had made called bane you guys were just passing salvia around like weed yeah pretty much (laughs) but we were until i ran out of the room but uh we it was up everyone (laughs) it was a big like oscar sesame the street tin trash can filled with water with two three liter bottles duct taped or glued together so it was just massive conduit attached to like six hookah hoses with a big fat bowl on top to roast and so it was a gravity hookah basically and we were doing salvia out of it and yeah i ran out of the room i went all the way to like the far reaches of my friend's property and was like losing it and (laughs) yeah i was just i couldn't be around anybody couldn't do it i had to like be alone with all of it man yeah That's one I've never,
0: I've never done that one. Salvi is intense. Salvia is the only one I I kind of, I, I, passed on it like three or four times where I could have done it, and it was just like I don't know why I did my body, my, I just didn't want it, and, yeah. Just some, I've, I've seen people do it to where like, it puts them in this weird loop, and they freak the fuck out. And to them, when they come back, they're like, that was like a thousand years. And that to me sounds a little similar to DMT, but also not because you're not your humanness is gone. Sounds like with Salvia, you're like you're fully with it and the weird shit is happening to you. That's just the you've done it, so you could tell me if I'm wrong. But done a lot of
1: different types of it too, which was weird. Extracts like 40x, and then leaves. You can smoke the leaves, and it's it's not anywhere near as powerful, you know. But they used to sell it at at grocery stores, so we still do here. It It was weird. We we wouldn't smoke enough of it. Like, are you tripping? No, are you? No, but my neck hurts. Like, what is that? I don't know. Neurological. But, yeah, you do the extracts, man. It was a different world. I mean, I had many different experiences that felt like I was thrown into an immersive VR horror video game or something, like, very unlike other psychedelics, in my opinion. Um, The only one I could compare to do would be, like, yeah, I guess, man, it's really not like DMT, Well, but it's,
0: like, I think just the duration of it. The intensity. The intensity. uh, Or not even...
1: Intensity, the, yeah, the, the uncontrollableness. Uncontrollab- I would say, because DMT, man, after the first hit, I feel very out of control.
0: Yeah, I I, that's. You, but... I don't like little doses of DMT. I like big doses because little doses, yes, you just it's like, well, this is what mushrooms right. feels like at the peak of it, but it's just like in a state. Let's I smoke right? more. It shouldn't be happening this fast. Like
1: <laughs> that, that's what salvia did to me the first time. It was like, it didn't feel correct because I shouldn't be dropped into the middle of my trip like this. This is really weird. Like like, I was uh, supposed to work for it over an hour of waiting and anxiety (laughs) and then slow, weird stomach feelings. And then the walls start breathing like this, like salvia drops you just similar to DMT, I guess, in a way, drops you hard into it fast, you know, but DMT to me felt almost identical to heavy, heavy mushrooms. Oh, they're the same. I they're think they're, one molecule placement had, off yeah
0: I have had and it, they're both tryptamines Lavia, I, no. I have Very had different. experiences with both DMT and mushrooms that were just like that's the same state of mind there's no doubt in my mind about yeah, it yeah the it's
1: revelations just, that people are claiming like Rogan claims that you can only get on fucking DMT it's like you gotta be in the elite DMT club bro I've had all that shit from light mushroom trip well, not light but like regular mushroom trips you know it's like you're talking about Gnosis you jackass well, his the friend of forehead jacket.
0: is this thick, so yeah. I don't know what that's affecting him there. <laughs> fucking meathead! You know, I, that's uh-huh. what I used to like about him, and now I'm I mean, like, me too. Yeah, he, I, it's like yeah, you, you know the old. He, everybody says it. he just could talk with everybody, man. He could. And, he,
1: could he was the only like, one talking about like archery. I was like, this is fucking cool, man. Like my friends and I have shot bows and arrows our whole lives, like, and now it's cool.
0: <laughs> no, dude, when he yeah. made when he had Cam Haynes on his show. That yeah, mother, he was a badass. that motherfucker on Joe Rogan's podcast told people to go hunting where I was born and grew up and they don't want people coming in there and that oh motherfucker My god it's, I shouldn't say it, but it's Eastern that's Oregon, hilarious. like right under yeah. Washington, right next to Idaho. I know he's yeah, he and didn't that's live, where yeah. he goes. And I lived, lived in, in Central Oregon. Yeah, you were and, in Redmond, right or Bend?
1: Yeah, I was in Redmond, and yeah. then I worked in Bend, yeah. and uh, I would go climbing in the Sisters and and that region, you know, up in the Cascades, dude.
0: So I heard Whoa. you talking about mountaineering on one of your most recent episodes. So oh, y- yeah. you you did that when you were over here too. Yeah, I do. What do you I, think? Is your shit more intense over there? Because I, I was kind of well, wondering. In,
1: in in New England, no. no. Well, that's perspective because I mean, Mount Hood is a gigantic monster. Yeah. And you have to be a badass. I'm not calling myself a badass, but like you have to be willing to be extremely uncomfortable for long periods of time if you're going to climb mountains like that.
0: Yeah, like There's no mountaineering. No I mean, it's like I don't know if I want to. I do more
1: backpacking these days because I got a six year old, you know, and we're going together and I don't get a lot of time with my buddies to get back to the bigger places. But over here in the East Coast, we don't have we don't have Mount Hoods because I think the prominence of Mount Hoods and for people that don't know, the prominence is not the elevation. Elevation is above sea level. Prominence is how much are you climbing? How much from the ground to the top? And the prominence of Mount Hood is big. It's like 10,000 feet or, or 8,000 feet. You're climbing a shitload of of, of, miles, of feet. Um, over here, we're, I think we're a little closer to the ocean. So, you know, our highest peak is Mount Washington at 6,288 feet. And that's right off. That's pretty much we're only climbing about like three or four hundred feet or no, I'm sorry, three or four thousand feet, like 4,500, I think on that mountain so it's a little different the prominence but But, they're brutal because mount washington has the worst weather recorded in history really and it's insane man there's a club it's i think it's called the century club where you have to go out on the summit because the summit is a tourist trap it's just it's a nightmare for climbers you know like we don't go anywhere near it usually but it's all like tile outside with this big balcony to look over the, the views and everything but in the winter time that's all ice and so the guys that work there try to get into the century club where they have no crampons no spikes no gear they can't hold on to anything and they got to make it from one side of the observatory to the other without getting fucking knocked over and there's only a few people in there because you get knocked over because the winds are insane and it's just like shooting ice sideways, it's nuts. But I've been, getting, I've gotten caught up there in that kind of weather, and like forced to to like throw up a bivouac and like tent out for the night, and wake up with like a foot around me, and it's not fun at all. You don't feel badass. Dude, some people, you feel very you feel, scared. You, you should feel badass
0: that you lived, because a lot of people <laughs> would die through that shit. I don't, your, I don't know. I mean, you put your average guy up on that mountain with like the right gear and everything. A lot of people just freak out like they do. They make mistakes.
1: People get scared and they make mistakes yeah. like just a couple years before or like one season before I got into to mountain climbing originally back in my early 20s, um, my friend's dad, my friend being like a seasoned climber, ice climber and everything. His dad was like, listen, when you go up there like just know that like two months ago this ranger was found on the other side of mount lafayette with his clothes off dead and he got ranger. lost in a blizzard yeah man i mean it doesn't matter who you are if you got a get guy hot, who's spent weather, several hundred
0: hours in the woods i imagine too just like probably uh, yeah
1: so and that yeah that scared us a little bit you know like,
0: you guys got ice axes you guys got this you guys
1: got that you guys got crampons it's like yeah yeah we got all of it and yeah, we went up and experienced like negative 13 degree weather that night, and it, yeah, man. It's brutal in New Hampshire, to answer your question. New Hampshire and Maine is fucking brutal mountain climbing. It's not as high and you don't have to stay up there as long. You know, but yeah, it's pretty brutal out here.
0: That was the Bigfoot episode, right? Where you talked about that? I might have, yeah. I think we did yeah. talk about that. That was had, cool, because I kind of want Alexander yeah. We gotta get into bigfoot i don't get to talk bigfoot with a lot of people because it's kind of like you I? that's why i'm the, doing the series man i was excited when i heard that so nice. it's just one of those things that people will make fun of you for believing even though they believe in fucking like shadow people and and yeah I, I that's fine those things might be real somehow but <laughs> bigfoot i mean just getting on an airplane and going from fucking portland to seattle you know it's an hour flight maybe not even that it's probably like half hour but when yep. you look down it, and you're like yeah there's bigfoot down there. There. you would never fucking know
1: and what's then- cool too is you go from portland to to seattle mm-hmm. well i mean you get maybe not seattle but you know uh yucca washington like all these places they'll tell you he's there too and there's signs telling like they it's an accepted thing up there you know mm-hmm. it's it's weird like uh northern california parts of oregon when i was there there was very normal bigfoot talk
0: oh yeah we have a bigfoot trap here outside the city i live in it's one of the oldest didn't it the settlers put it up mm. it's a walk it's a walk-in live trap the fucking door sh- falls shut you can walk inside of it now they got it all fucking sealed up but uh, those are my favorite stories the well, old stories of yeah bigfoot. the old stories or when you get the guy who doesn't tell very many people because he's ashamed. And, like, one of my friend's dads in my hometown was that guy. And you get two or three bears in him, and then he's like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know about Bigfoot, but I don't know what the fuck that was. And it wasn't a bear walking out. I mean, he just knows because this guy lives in the woods. And to hear him and to hear shame, that's where I'm sold. Like, Unless you're just fucking with people because you're a dick. You're telling the truth.
1: The th- yeah, one of the things I I hear hear a lot from legit like hunters accounts is when they say something like, "No one's rolling around out here in a fucking monkey suit and in, in, in the heat where some in of Alabama. those sightings <laughs>
0: happen." Yeah, just be like, "Well, they might do that two miles off the freeway."
1: Like, look at Ron Moorhead.
0: Is that um, the Patterson? Ron form?
1: Moorhead's the guy that did the Sierra yeah. sounds. Oh, he the hunter. The That's sounds. about
0: three hours south of me where that happened. Dude. And yeah, he's yeah, the and whoops he, and the tr- and the branch knocking and that stuff. You can you can stay tuned for for a, a
1: chat with him on the deep share in a couple months. You so now, did? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. That's what um, you were talking about on Twitter. I so like, um, who does he Yeah, got? dude. Yeah, man. So the Sierra Sounds, they were like fucking 12 miles into the wilderness
0: uh, in a spot where you don't go unless you're about us.
1: Yeah, these absolutely. guys packed their back country yeah, yeah they're back country they hunters. didn't even I pack their head gear in, yeah and they're but, not like drive in sit in a tree state they're climbing up mountains and things like that they were 12 miles into the wilderness in the middle of the night this was like day four day five before they heard anything before anything happened so it's like to fake that to have some asshole out in the woods like, doing that, pranking you, like, that's that's ridiculous. Unless and they
0: did it, but I don't buy that. They either. didn't. So no, that's no that way. was, of
1: course, where my mind went when I first originally heard them. But then you get into the fact that Ron's talked to audio engineers and, and you know, he uh, just many professionals all around speech, and they're and, saying um,
0: it's not. They human? talked to this military
1: uh, linguist guy that was supposed to not only decode languages that he was familiar with, but he could decode languages that he wasn't familiar with. Like it was nuts. Like to, and even determine like what types of languages they were. You know, and gibberish is technically a, a sign of of human level language too. So when you say, oh, that's just gibberish or something, uh, uh, you don't, don't want to do that so whether you know yeah i don't believe that's hoaxed at all so
0: that's probably one of the creepiest things dude i listened to that on at late at night the first time i heard of it i got ripped and i turned out my lights and i listened to and i'm like imagining me in the woods hearing that ah yeah and you hear ron like try to mimic yeah they're talking to the fuckers it's like are you guys calling them in unintentionally because they do get closer you can hear them crossing the creek at one point And, dude, they sound Asian. They sound like that one one a samurai. I think that's
1: two different tapes. That's a different tape. That was like, I don't know too much about that one. The one I'm mostly familiar with is the one where they're over there by the creek. You know, like they're about 100 feet away or 50 feet away or something like that. But that other that's, quote, unquote, it's pretty racist. But the samurai chatter, as people used to call it all the time. Yeah. That stuff is I don't know ah, that's really weird. if that's real man
0: that's some real freaky shit. <laughs> oh dude since you're a movie guy did sure. you did you see the Bobcat Gold Twilight found footage film about Bigfoot? Yeah, which one was this? Do you remember Willow, what, was that Big Willow, legend Willow Creek? Willow Creek? Willow
1: Creek. Yes, I saw Willow Creek. It's like Big, sure.
0: Bigfoot meets Blair Witch project and oh yeah, yeah. dude the way the, the, the shit just goes down like it gets progressively worse. I almost turned that movie off my chick at the time was sleeping next to me i was way too stoned watching that and i was just like this is too fucking good bobcat gold i mean he makes good movies but i didn't think he. he's good yeah i love that there's so many
1: like stories with that angle because i think to just assume that it's like the friendly force yeah or these people giving it food like listening to you know, rest in peace, John Bindernagel, the the wildlife biologist who was like kind of the the star of the Bigfoot community because he was the one with the most credentials. Going, oh yeah, <laughs> like this shit's real. Like he's he was awesome, and uh, he uh, oh fuck. Here I go again. See, this is what smoking pot the, does. With folks, benevol- just- the
0: benevolence. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. So like talking about how like the leaving of food and presents and things like that. It's like doing it's it like, to a
0: fucking grizzly bear.
1: Like, dude, you know, don- yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's not like this mutual. Th- yeah, you stop I mean, doing
0: that. The bears might like you if you're crazy like that fucking uh, Woody Harrelson, gay Woody Harrelson guy that didn't get the rolling Cheers and went to Alaska and made that duck. What was that? Grizzly man. Oh, yeah, Grizzly. Like, oh, he's proven, like, yeah, you can give them food, but if you stay too long and piss them off, they might just eat you after 13 years of being fine with you. But, yeah, yeah. to get back yeah. to your point, you see movies like Harry and the Hendersons and shit. Right. And Love it, that movie. I, I, I own it because it's just yeah. like, Classic. is it by Mart? And I'm like thinking back to when I was 12 watching that. Yeah, man, VHS oh. tapes. It the was Glory so,
1: Days, bro. Make American great but you were you you're
0: <laughs> you probably young right when that came out i think you're a couple years younger than me maybe i was born in 83 38 okay i just so, turned 40 last week so so yeah it was
1: what early 90s late 80s I,
0: when it came out yeah one of those i'd say 89 90 but it uh john luscoe still had brown hair <laughs> yeah not, not as bald as when he's trinity killer but right <laughs> that scene when you're a little kid and you watch him hit it and then like that scared the fuck out of kids. Back then. <laughs> yeah, man. But then it's like nice and it joins their family. And...
1: Yeah. I wonder if that's like, I hate everything's a psyop, but you know, well, it's weird too. Cause you have that, but then you do have all these horror movies and no matter what, it's either a goofy fantasy or it's this horrific, terrifying thing when I don't know, man, like I love listening to people like um, Gary Wayne talk about like the Genesis six stuff. And, and, putting See, it i don't, into perspective, i don't
0: know much about him
1: mm, he's cool heard you he does mention like him. he's christian i think so you know there's only a there's a limit to where i'll follow where he goes you know but i follow him pretty far because he talks about old king lines and like he very close to what i'm researching about how like the undoing of these words that we're we're always like Put into these mystical categories and stuff like that he kind of does that with a number of things from our mythologies but he connects bigfoot to like this nephilim so it's like more of like a material thing not like this yeah like a, a relic hominid of sorts you know he kind of puts two and two together that way but he still keeps it very christian and spiritual so i don't follow him all the way but it's interesting that's how i look at bigfoot i think it's like a relic hominid and it does have probably a lot to do with some of the things we read about in our our mythologies you know and the netflix story is an interesting connection because i don't think of it as literal gods coming out of the sky and raping women but uh you know if well this is getting into a whole other thing but yeah just like the 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 migrations that that happened a long time ago and how history is kind of bought and sold so it's hard to know when these things may have really taken place and how they were all really put together, but the migrations and the merging of different cultures and yeah, there's just so much there that leads me to believe that there was some sort of offshoot or higher mammal species or something like that. that was basically us. I don't know, man. It's so fucking wild. When well, you look at so nature... Many
0: there are just so many animals that are just like kind of similar but oh there's a really big right. version of this little tiny cat in africa and he's like 400 right. pounds in fucking brazil but uh i liked what you said on your episode of your new series you're doing because people in our sphere have the tendency to make it very supernatural when they talk about bigfoot and it's like why it's fucking cool enough on its own that that exists possibly why right. does it have to be a fucking dimension jumper from mars Cause I've heard that he's physical. I've
1: seen he's physical. So what, what presence does, does his two, like his by his fucking dualistic mind have in another dimension. I I loved it. One of those mainstream scientists, like as much as I disagree with them on like a number of things that they're paid to say or whatever, but said something about the interdimensional thing. And I loved it. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, Oh, man. He was like, uh, what is this whole thing about traveling to other dimensions and beings from other dimensions? What dimension exactly are we talking about here? And I'm like, thank you, physicist. I'm not one. So I can't say it with authority, but it's the dumbest thing to say.
0: Like, eh. Well, how else do you explain them not being seen very often in hiding? (laughs) <laughs> they step. it. it's logical jumping point, right? Right. If, well, yeah. If and what we're I do we're when I want to not be that, seen is I just fucking do a upside down country. land or whatever the fucking Stranger Things sh- shit is. See, and like, I I'm not. I'm not doubting some crazy technology.
1: Like I'm not doubting some crazy technology, but you know, everybody points like patents of well, dudes walking through walls in the military. I'm like, they didn't do it. He ran into a wall and fell over. It's on record.
0: Oh, <laughs> men who stare <laughs> yeah. at goats thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still love it though.
1: Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, and I'm not trying to take the fun out of all of it. Like no, I but I think it is. Place is magic. That's the thing, and so that's why, why they have Bigfoot... all this shit. Yeah, they have all this shit here, so we don't recognize what's right in front of us. Dude, and the we CIA keep runs reality balls. Is stupid
0: yeah man yeah they've sold the existence being mundane pretty well like every every fucking 20 something i know is pretty nihilistic and maybe i was was too too. to a point but i also saw the beauty and the wonder in the world and i knew that this the what's the word i'm looking for just the potential like i guess i'll say of Mm. what life can be like on this planet if certain things were just a little different and you know you can dream about it but i know like, Absolutely. you know when james cameron made avatar there's a reason everybody came in their pants i thought that movie was fucking stupid as shit and, then, <laughs> it and it's going. like but i know yeah uh what did south park do dances with smurfs but <laughs> it's just like yeah there's a reason everybody latches onto that because it's something we all want and therefore why can't we do it but here we are yeah i mean i
1: got hooked into the first avatar man my my buddy and i walked out of there going like dude and we were both psychedelic guys i'm sorry
0: i didn't mean to make fun of
1: you (laughs) oh not at all all.
0: i said you you came in your pants i I just assumed Oh, i
1: absolutely did too i I saw avatar like three times in the theater i brought my parents to see it in 3d just because i thought but also from a movie lover perspective too yeah the
0: technology i'm sorry
1: he could be controlled i don't fucking know i don't care Dude. cameron is is one of the best storytellers and directors in terminator all terminator 2 all
0: oh yeah man so spielberg even though i'll I, tell you i'll
1: say titanic I, fuck off if
0: you don't like it hey That's are you the beautiful
1: fucking film
0: <laughs> are you the one that was saying uh or showed that combo between spielberg and cameron where they're talking about like, and they think that you were making these movies to. It was either you or Rant cast, and I don't remember which one it was. I, I don't think it was me. But it was and those two know. talking, and it was Cameron making fun of how people blame Spielberg for predictive programming, and they're like, "Oh it,
1: man, maybe I did share that. And and prob- I probably said something op- snarky." Like, you what, now it. they're
0: talking about it. Yeah. Oh. it was. It was basically that, and <laughs> Spielberg's autistic ass answer to it was just fucking like, "Come on." Just admit it. He's a piece Project of Project fucking Mockingbird definitely got a hold of the 80s. And you were the biggest filmmaker then. Like, I love those movies. You know? Dude, Indiana Jones, fucking even the first three Star Wars. I mean, that's George Lucas, but like, they but are hey, good conspiracy fucking
1: Kyle, man. Shout out to Kyle, because like, his deep work with the prequels, man they're oh better ass the up. stories like, oh are better oh my god these stories are unbelievable they just fucked they're...
0: up the darth vader actor the young kid they should have fucking yeah, got man. someone that else. was a nightmare. that was a total nightmare. emo vader
1: yeah so, man yeah, there was
0: <laughs> but the stories <laughs> yeah like palpatine and the forming of all these councils or whatever they fucking call them it's just yeah. and even the, the clone stories. wars i think mm-hmm. are better than the prequels even because they get even deeper into all that stuff and that's george lucas knew that like yeah i have to wait to make these so who the fuck they're uh yeah junior filmmaker at that time and they're like i'm starting with episode four yeah that's weird it's like a tarantino baller move right there like yeah star wars
1: is so buddhist too that's all it is it's funny too because like people confuse like new age and buddhism well, they food, just, watered stay. down Buddhism is it's what absolutely most people know. Down, they controlled,
0: just, filled with bullshit. Hey, your uh, poster hanging on your wall yeah. says that quote, and, and that makes you a Buddhist. Like I've dated so many women like that.
1: Yeah, just, yeah. They forget the main tenet of Buddhism that there's there is no personal self.
0: <laughs> so, you came here to suffer. Know, God damn it!
1: And New Age is the aggrandization of the self and the ego, and it's the same thing as what we call
0: satanism or i mean separate. it it is a slippery slope to make candles candle smell like your own vagina you know absolutely but, and yeah. she circled back that gwyneth paltrow is one of those her neck chicks she's she's on the oh, list of course of course
1: isn't she she's like hollywood royalty anyway
0: at this point i mean her her, well, you no, were, her parents are both yeah, yeah. most I of think, them you
1: find out well, live danner was her mother i can't remember someone famous two important hollywood people were her parents but same with like julia roberts and uh sigourney weaver fucking space mom you know love her forever she's in every goddamn anything having to do with an alien or a sci-fi plot they throw sigourney in as like the the hidden bad guy behind it all i love it but um yeah they're all like connected back and back and back and back so crazy Man, we've just been going like we're just sitting on a couch, hanging out, man. It's been awesome. We've been going for like almost three hours or some shit, or almost. Right? I don't know. I don't know. We started right around like eight eight forty three, so two hours. We've been going for two solid hours, man. Still, this is awesome. It's hard to believe. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I'm glad I figured this would happen. That we were just yeah. You know, I off into nine million different directions. You know,
0: your Harley Pastor Nick thing. I didn't really plan to be the episode, but I knew that if I just kept throwing shit at you, you'd eventually come on. And so you said yes to that. And then we talked. Oh, I would have. We popped up at like anything. 36. No, like you're one of those guys that as soon as I knew who you were, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll work with that guy. I mean, there's people yeah. I see or people I listen to. And it's like, you know, if they ask, but there's the people I'm like, yeah, I'm going to reach out to him. And uh, the deep share. Anybody, any conspiracy player out there who hasn't checked that shit out, it's fucking good. And the... Variety of topics is far and wide and box saga. You got to check that out. Everybody. I started a
1: telegram for it too, uh, because our friend over in Germany Ananto, has a massive box saga telegram. That's it's got thousands of people in it. And he just shares tons of footage and audio and links and this and that, but it's all in German or, you know, other languages if they all speak many over there uh so i started an english one so people could kind of ask questions and uh Yoke and i have talked about kind of just pooling all these questions together and doing some episodes explaining some of the finer points like my wife has a hundred questions because she doesn't want to believe any part of box Saga. she's like what no so what about this what about this? And a lot of times she's asking legitimate questions because without a lot of detail it it sounds like any other big maybe you know so yeah I think it's a good thing that more people are talking about it but as Michael Desarion already said years ago the world ain't ready for Box Saga
0: <laughs> so maybe in little little phases once they uh, wake up from this alien dream we're all having maybe, maybe we'll get into Box Saga next time it's
1: the key It's the key, man, because that's, dude, that that fucking phonetic language. When you find out what all these terms mean, it's like, oh, none of this is, oh, man. When you find out that, like, God was pronounced, like, good or gut, and it all has the same meaning, that's a rabbit hole, you
0: know? I've been more kind of, I don't want to say, like, obsessed with that but I look at it more than I ever have probably the last five years of my life. Because it's the word just God? the phonetic fucking flow mm-hmm. and like all the ties to certain words. And then when you see mm-hmm. how far back the translations go and it just all came from the same place. English is like a language that's unlike anything ever because it's got it's so many roots. And it's like, fuck, if you want to write poetry or or like plays, pick English. I'm not saying it's the best language. The according best
1: metaf- according to the the Bacchus or so the over like thousands of people that speak this old root language in in southern Finland, uh, according to them, it's like, yeah, this is the the ultimate root language of the whole planet supposedly in English. there was two languages described in the box saga and they say that english is kind of like a miracle like it doesn't make any sense that it even exists because it's basically a combination of those two languages from the box saga this root language there's root and there's von language and Von means one Like as in one people There was the Von people and there was the Acer people I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole But yeah it's like uh, That English is coded Like we all suspect it is And like all these weird meanings And these connections and phonetics and puns And things like that Yeah it is and, and Saga has a very Very deep Intricate explanation for it And it's really interesting So yeah people should definitely check it out
0: all those guys jerking each other off wearing robes in these secret societies of like college oh. fraternities they know this shit they, they clearly act, uh, yeah they that act came like to they my don't. mind too yeah. act, but yeah. i just i know they know what they're doing no
1: nah, this is all babylonian shit man it's all moloch worship it's like well no it's not that's that came way 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 later
0: you, you, know? you just reminded me of ghostbusters where they're like sumerian and he's like egon's like it's babylon or I think the guy says Babylonian, Babylonian, and he's like, it's Sumerian. It's
1: Sumerian, It's Just yeah. like a
0: no-shit Sherlock <laughs> to him kind of thing.
1: Gozer, though, Gozarian. Good evening. Yes.
0: <sighs> yes. All right, man. Well, well it's been well, real, man. We'll wrap this up. Uh, like I said, check Andy's shit out. My listeners, anyway. I'm going to have I his do. links Thank down you. in the show notes, as always. And, and yeah, for my listeners,
1: because I'll put this out on my end, too, if you don't already check out Conspiracy Playtime. And also disinformation. But he's doing a lot of good stuff, so
0: check his shit out. I would only recommend disinformation to people who are just severely fucked in the head and they want some no va- filter they, filter they want some filter. validation that they're not alone. That's what that show's for. <laughs> so, Our inner voice, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool, man. Well, it's been real t- chatting with you for so long. Uh, we could do it again. We should. This was a blast maybe get someone else in so we don't wander too far off again you know,
0: i was going to say we could get brandy in but she wouldn't really help from, with the wandering but that that could be a good trip laser
1: focus when she needs to be that's for oh, sure oh
0: shit she will fucking keep us in line man but she <laughs> likes sure. she likes to get weird as well so could be a yeah, fun yeah. time yeah yeah she's the
1: only person that can talk to me about a possible flat earth that i like i can't argue against but i don't know enough and she's brilliant with math I, I can't i don't know so it's weird something about integers ah. who knows man? beyond
0: my pay grade too yeah
1: uh, yeah <laughs> all nice. right
0: good night right. everyone take care